This program is brought to you by Suffolk University. Please visit us on the web at www.suffolk.edu. I'm David Kuznick. I'm a second-year law student at Suffolk University Law School, and I'm a member of the Journal of High Technology Law. Right now, I'm a staff member, so I do site-checking for articles, and we also are all writing notes at this point, hopefully to get published in the future. Today, I'm going to talk about a case that Axel Rose brought against Activision in November November of 2010. When I first was reading about it, it came up on, on the news stories, and I figured, oh, he was probably upset about his intellectual property being stolen or something like that. But it turned out that what he actually was suing them over was he claims that as part of their agreement for Guitar Hero 3, where he licensed usage of Guns N' Roses songs, Axel Rose, of course, being a present member of Guns N' Roses, he claims that part of their agreement was that Activision was not allowed to use images of Slash, the former guitarist for Guns N' Roses, in Guitar Hero 3. And then, lo and behold, an animated picture that looks very much like Slash is on the cover, and there's actually a song from Slash's new band. And Axel Rose got very upset about that and is now suing Activision. The basis is that he's claiming fraudulent inducement. So he's claiming that Activision knew that they were going to do this all along and purposely promised him that they wouldn't in order to get him to license the songs to Activision. So fraudulent inducement, and under California law, he brought the, he brought the case in California. I don't have a copy of the lawsuit, so I, I can't promise that it's being, being brought under California law, though I imagine it is. But under California law, there's a, a, in the statute, the California Civil Code defines fraudulent deceit as one who willfully deceives another with intent to induce him to alter his position to his injury. So that's actually probably a better way that Mr. Rose needs to go because there's another issue uh, that's pr the parole evidence rule in contract law. The basic idea behind that rule is that it controls what type of evidence can be submitted to a court to determine what actually parties have agreed upon. And presumably there was a written contract, which again, I don't have access to, but Axel Rose says that the, the agreement that they had didn't totally encompass the oral agreements they may have had. And the parole evidence rule, depending on the jurisdiction, will usually bar prior oral agreements if the final contract is called a final total integration. And in fact, California actually is one of the states that has sort of changed how they view the parole evidence rule over time. Originally, they had what was called the plain meaning rule, where the judge would look at a contract and decide based on what the contract meant on its face. He, of course, could look to things like dictionaries and the obvious meanings of words to determine whether something was in fact what's called a total integration, whether it encompassed everything the parties had done. But as time went on, the California courts moved more in the direction of allowing the party's intention to enter into the interpretation. So then, depending on what the, if there was evidence that the parties intended some other meaning, the court would take that into consideration to decide whether the actual written contract was what's called a total integration, whether it encompassed all their agreements. But then California now, in, in more recent years, has in fact moved back towards the plain meaning rule again. So what all that means is that if there was some kind of oral agreement and if this final written contract that was set up between Axel Rose and Activision did not contain details of that agreement to keep Slash's 
image and songs out of Guitar Hero 3, he likely will not be able to introduce that as evidence in court. A fraudulent inducement charge is actually a way that he can get that introduced because evidence of fraud can always be used to overcome the parole evidence rule. For fraudulent deceit, remember, you have to prove that someone willfully deceived another. So Axl Rose would have to prove that Activision, in fact, knew for sure that they were going to do this and purposely made their agreement to the contrary. So I imagine Activision's defense will be that, well, at the time, we certainly intended to adhere to your wishes, but it turned out that for business reasons, we decided later on that we wanted to actually do this. Or, of course, they can just totally deny the charges because if there is no record of what happened, then it's going to just be one word versus the other in court. There might be an email trail, but again, that will then be up to people to look at and decide, is that what they really said? Was that meant to go into the contract? Was it just something that they were using to test the waters on the agreement? I think it's the kind of thing where if you can do it, you try, because it allows you, again, to overcome the parole evidence rule, which can totally bar evidence. But it can be very hard to prove because you have to have some kind of smoking gun where you can point to and say, this is definitely showing their intention. Of course, the intention can be imputed based on actions. But if it really was just oral agreements, I think Axel Rose said that there was a series of emails, but that hasn't been made public, so that would help his case. But still, it's a pretty hard bar to come over the, the willful deception. The other item of news that's relevant to this is that I believe two weeks ago, Activision announced that they're in fact canceling the entire Guitar Hero line and in fact have shut down that whole uh, business division of theirs. But that really won't affect this case because the case is over Guitar Hero 3 and that product came out a few years ago. So the Journal of High Technology Law also has a blog that's regularly updated, and it's at www.jhtl.org slash blog. This preceding program was brought to you by Suffolk University. Please visit us on the web at www.suffolk.edu.